Hello and welcome to the Tipsy Nets podcast with Sia and Pip. Hello, we're back with episode 13. Unlucky for some, as the old cliche goes. Mm -hmm. I think we'll be grand. Yeah, it'll be fine. So this is quite an exciting one for us today because we have got our first donation to the podcast. My mother-in-law has very... Very kindly and generously. Yes, has very kindly and generously given us a bottle of beer, specifically to Sia for continuing her beer journey. Yes, thank you so much, Sam's mum. Yes. You're a wonderful person. Or as I said when Pip handed over the bottle, oh my god, what a babe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to be trying that today. Yes. So do you want to chat about, about that? Yeah, too? sure. So we have a lovely bottle of... Ossian Supremely Golden Beer from the Inverarmond Brewery and yeah. it's lovely golden colour mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's actually still in the bottle I'm assuming it's a lovely golden colour the bottle's brown yes but yeah you'd think I'd have drunk already but the way I'm trying so it's basically got distinct nutty tones and fruitiness and there's a spicy orangey zesty aroma nice according to the label and we've both sniffed it we can confirm that it smells nice okay so no pressure. Ooh, that's nice. Ooh, you like it. Mm. That's good. You've got quite a bitter taste at first, but then it's mm-hmm. less bitter and more fruity. Nice. Try. Yeah, I'll have a try. Yeah, Pip tries. Oh yeah, that's definitely got a lot more flavour to it. Yeah, than that, that has got a lot tried. more... Would you say it's got more body? Is that the term that people use? Mm-hmm. It's got more body, we think. It doesn't taste a bit like weird water. Yeah. That actually has a <laughs> proper flavour. Yeah, that is cool. We like that, so thank you very much. Yes, see, it mm. went darn well, Jenny. Yes. So I uh-huh. am drinking Coburn Special Reserve Port. Mm-hmm. I had a little bit of a stressful morning today, yeah. so I was in Tesco's and I was like, hmm, what do I want? Port, yes, port, port sounds good. Yeah. Port is something that is a very, very rare special thing for me. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, according to the bottle, Coburns, one of mm-hmm. the greatest names in port, led the development of vineyards in Portugal's upper Douro Valley in the 19th and 20th centuries. The company is owned by the Symington family, port producers for over 125 years. Coburn Special Reserve was originally produced in 1969 as the first great reserve port, and since that time, its famous fruity and well-bodied quality combined with a fine dry finish has been the benchmark for all reserve ports. Well, true story, my great aunt and uncle were Coburns. Nice. I've no idea if they had anything to do with that. But you can pretend. I can pretend. So it smells really nice. Uh-huh. And uh, what percentage is it, Pip? 20. And you've technically mixed it now with some beer. Well, I'm only having a little bit because I am a lightweight and I've got to go to work tomorrow. But uh, it smells good. Uh-huh. I always think Ports almost comes across as almost like a wine syrup. Yeah, that's a fair Like, assertion. if you give that a sniff. I mean, mm, you can really yeah. smell the alcohol in that. So let's see. Go on, then. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's really tasty. To be fair, port's a good drink in general. I remember my flatmate, um, Zoe, and I, when we used to live together, we once had some chocolate port. <gasps> Ooh. It was amazing. You could only have, like, a wee... Like, you'd pretty much sip a shot glass of it. You wouldn't even mm-hmm. have a proper glass or a tumbler of it or whatever. But it was amazing, and it was so rich. Oh, that sounds really good. This I can feel this kind of almost coating my mouth. Yeah, it always does have a nice texture to it. Yeah, it's really smooth. Yeah. Mm. 
Yes. I shall sip <laughs> I shall sip my like quarter of a wine glass yeah. and be very happy and yes. It's practically a thimble full. Yeah, not not maybe, I'd say probably about a shot's worth. Basically what we're saying is this is one that's possibly a little bit dangerous to knit with. Yes, definitely. But I feel like I deserve it. You do deserve it. Because I faced a fear today. You did. So I am feeling pretty good and I deserve yeah. a nice, you know, glass of port. So it's and it good. is technically afternoon. Yes, it is afternoon. Yeah. It is, in fact, even after lunchtime. Mm-hmm. This would have been really nice with my lunch. I had bacon at lunch. Mm. This would have been delicious with that. <laughs> Civilised lunch. Yeah, I managed to get bacon everywhere, though, so not quite as civilised <laughs> as you think. <laughs> That's usually what happens after the port, not before. Yeah. Maybe I just didn't start off in a great fitting today. Uh, Let's talk about what we've been knitting. You know what, for episode 13, it's a bit hit and miss so far, isn't it? I think Pip's going to have a lot of editing to do. Mm. Mm. I always have a lot of editing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, so, back to business. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you have on your needles this episode? I've been bad and I've cast on multiple things. So Did we say that you were going to avoid that at the start of this year or not? I don't remember. No, but it was just, you know, I was happily knitting away one mm-hmm. project at a time and then I cast on three. Hey, so, cast on items can hit the best of us knitters. Oh, it hit me last night hard. Yeah. So I've got some more yarn quest going on, mm-hmm. so um, I'm currently working on the yarn quest errant side quest. This is Tanya Richter who did the original yarn quest. I'm using the Easy Knits Deeply Wicked that I got in Edinburgh Yarn Festival. I'm mm-hmm. currently knitting the mitts. I have finished one mitt. I am now waiting for the next clue so I can start on the next mitt. I'm enjoying it a lot, but because it's week by week, I'm usually finished a few days before the next clue comes out. So you get itchy fingers. So I cast on a fuss-free festival shawl by Louise Tilbrook in my Rusty Ferret doll in deception colourway. Which I is like pretty darn snazzy. Yeah, it's like a grey with a rainbow. Yeah. It looks really pretty and I'm really enjoying the shawl. It's so just like Carter happiness. Yeah. And then one of my co-workers recently announced that she's pregnant, which is adorable and everyone's Yay. really happy. And I was like being really sneaky and I was like, so what are your favourite colours? And she's like, this, this, this. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, why? And I was like, no reason. She's like, you're going to make me something, aren't you? And I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, well, I maybe wasn't as sneaky about that as I thought I was going to be. But so I'm going to make her a fuss-free baby blanket again, Louise Tilbrook. Mm-hmm. And this time it's going to be using the Hayfield Bonus Iron, which is a blend of wool and acrylic, which mm-hmm. is going to be good for baby because it means it can get thrown in the wash it's quite soft yeah and you've got some nice gender neutral colors there yeah i've got some nice gender neutral colors i already had the colors that she said were her favorite anyway and i didn't want to spend loads and loads on you know 100 percent wool that Mm -hmm. then maybe i had to be like well you can only use it you can only wash it this way or whatever so this would just be good for a bundle in the in the washing machine yeah if it needs to be bundled in the washing machine. I might even make a second one because I've yeah. got some really nice like neutral colours. Like a kind of like a mustardy yellow. Yeah. Um, I like kind of beige and stuff. So I might even make a second one maybe. 
but I'm quite enjoying it. I'm just on the middle square. It's like a middle yeah. garter stitch square, and you pick up all the stitches around the edge, and then you just knit in the round until yeah. it's as big as you want it to be. Um, so I'm quite enjoying that at the mm-hmm. moment. It's fairly chill. That's going to be my just knit at home in front of yeah. the TV project. So three projects nice. on the go. It's not too bad. You know, I've got two clues yeah. left. I've got two clues left of the mittens, so they will be cast off fairly soon. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I imagine in the next ten days, because one clue's coming yeah. out today, the next clue's coming out a week today. I'll probably be done in the next 10 days oh, yeah. or so. You'll have them um, done by the next episode. Yeah, I'll have them done by yeah. the next episode, probably. So that's kind of what I've got on the needles at the moment. What about yourself, <coughs> Sia? So I've currently got one project on the needles. Nice and monogamous. Well, no, there's still the mittens that we don't speak of. Those because, don't count. Yeah. You guys heard nothing if Pip didn't edit that section out, which <laughs> I'm assuming she won't because it'll make people giggle. So... I am knitting a Drakenfell shawl by the lovely Melanie Berg. Woo-hoo. It is the second time that I've knit this shawl. And the first time around, I did the typical seer thing of going, I see this pattern, it calls for three yarns. I don't want to use three yarns, therefore I'm going to hack it. Mm-hmm. So I did a hacked version a couple of years ago, and it is one of the items in my wardrobe that I wear the most. Mm-hmm. So because when Phil and I are going to Canada we're going to be staying with his parents I thought I knit his mama shawl so she's getting this Drakenfels and I'm using some Yarn Yard Moon Dance sorry vintage yarn in a pink colourway and then I've got two skeins of Rusty Ferret Doll lovely and one is the static colourway so it's a nice sort of like deep pewtery grey colour and then the other is the Eldritch colourway so it's sort of purple and bright pink it's a fuchsia through it it's so pretty it just oh eldritch just grabs your vision yeah it's one of my favorite colors that leona's done so yeah just because phil's mum has had three boys phil's comment when i'll say you know what color should i do is like oh just do something girly so i've gone for the most stereotypically feminine colors that i had in my stash which let's face it it's me not difficult (laughs) (laughs) and then i just put in the gray just to sort of Turn it down a little bit mm-hmm. and it's, make it a bit more versatile because you can't go wrong with grey. No. So that's what I've been up to. It's so. really pretty. Thank you. So I'm just currently on one of the last garter sections and once I finish that, I get onto the edging. So this will definitely be done by the time we go off to Canada. Yeah. Though I have to admit, I am kind of itching to cast on something new. I don't necess- I don't really like knitting the same thing twice if I can avoid it. Mm-hmm. Which is why discovering two at a time socks was an absolute revelation. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, it's not... I don't mind knitting this again. But I think I'm at the point where I'm ready for something new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's what I have on my needles. Nice. I've been good. So, as for off the needles, Pip, what have you actually cast off for lately? Okay, so with the errant side quest from Yarn Quest, mm-hmm. the first part, the first couple of clues were for a hat. So I've got a lovely double knit hat, same mm-hmm. by Tana Erector, same easy knits ball of mm-hmm. yarn balls of yarn from edinburgh yarn festival um it's pretty it's a little bit short for me so i think i might pick up some stitches around mm-hmm. the edge and knit myself like a little bit of ribbing on it i don't know we'll see how that goes but the crown is really cool it's oh like, it's beautiful i don't even really know how to describe it it's almost like one of those fireworks that goes in a wheel like a catherine wheel yeah it looks like a, it almost reminds me of like a catherine wheel or like a saw blade or something but it looks yeah. really really funky it was really cool to knit and decreasing yeah. and double knitting is so not as hard as I thought it was going to be my goodness I yeah. was I was like oh it's going to be really hard no it's not really hard 
I could do it at work when I was speaking to customers, so it's fine. <laughs> Fair. Now, have you ever played Dragon Age? I haven't played Dragon Age. See, the crown on it, if anyone listening has played Dragon Age, you'll understand me. The rest of you are going to be like, the flip is she talking about? But the there's a faction in it called the Chantry, mm-hmm. which is pretty much as it sounds, Chantry. But the loading screen, when you go in the second game, I think, when you go and it's kind of like this like twisted sunbursty shape, uh-huh. and it reminds me of the crown. Okay. Well, the crowd reminds me of that. Okay, cool. I'll need to check that out. You should. So, yeah, that that's come off the needles. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. The other thing that are off the needles, I've made both a Lindgren hat and Astrid gloves. Oh, my God, no. guys. She flew through these. Sorry, that's the wrong way All around. All the way around. It's, it's Lindgren mitts and Astrid hat by Carrie Westerman. And you flipping flew through them. I have been looking to knit it for ages, and yes, I fl- I knit them in Easy Knits DK, Deeply Wicked DK that I bought from Edinburgh Yarn Festival specifically for it. And it was funny. I was at work, and I've got it's like a it's like an acid green yeah. kind of uh, bright orange and a lovely kind of blue. And someone at my work looked at it and was like, "Those are the Mystery Machine colours. That's that's Scooby Doo." And as soon as she said it, I was like, oh my goodness, yes it is. I love it even yeah. more. So I called the hat, like, run, Scoob! <laughs> and I called the um, mittens, I called them Mystery Machine. Fair. And now, you them. do look at them and they do scream Mystery Machine. Yeah. It's um, kind of like very 70s psychedelic you cover. Yeah. It's really cool. I love them. I love them so much. I can't wait for it to be cool enough to wear them again. Because I'm an idiot and I knit a lot of, like, wintry stuff in spring. You say that, but it means you're then prepared for winter, whereas I kind of wait until winter, then I go, ah, oh, my hands are cold. Hmm. <laughs> Awkward. So I just need to block the mittens, but I've blocked everything else. So, yeah, I'm, I love it. I love it so much. It's just so colourful. Like, I've described it to people where they're like, whoa, that, like, everyone at my work was like, whoa, that's really, like, bright colours. And I was like, yeah, well, I decided I was done with colour and I wanted to be involved with colour, you know? Because uh, I don't have enough boom colour in my life. So I've decided I'm going to be authentic to myself and uh-huh. be like, I'm just going to wear colour. See, I've been watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race lately. <laughs> so all I'm hearing is like, Pip is serving up some colour realness. I'm okay with that. I thought you would be. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's what I'm going to do. So yeah, just like, I'm serving you colour. Excellent. Unfortunately, you guys can't see the hand gestures I'm doing, but watch some drag race. You'll get what I mean. Yeah. I just, I feel like I have had enough of black and muted colours, you know. I'm not saying I don't have colour in my wardrobe. It's just, I've never really celebrated, like, really bright colours. I've always been kind of earthy toned or, like, more kind of muted. Whereas now I'm just like, do you know what? Screw it. Yeah. I don't care what people think of me. I'm just going to wear colour. And the knitting community, I think, is so good at like, like people like Stephen West and like Sockmetician and stuff, and they're just celebrating out their colour. And Sockmetician was talking on his podcast about like some people mm. are like, oh, well, knitters, you wear like weird stuff that doesn't match and you're a bit clashy. And he was like, no, you celebrate colour. And I was like, that is so true. Yeah. I'm going to do that. So that's what I've decided I'm going to do. Well, in fairness, I think... Glasgow, whilst it is a wonderful city, unfortunately, its main colour palette at certain times of the year is a little bit grey, grey, and a bit more concrete. Grey, 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 and some brown. Yeah. 
obviously it's spring now so we are getting lots of colour and blossom and things like that but I certainly think when it's in the middle of winter and it's absolutely chucking it down with like freezing rain and there's like slushy manky muddy snow up like the sides of pavements of course you flipping want a brightly coloured scarf or like a hat with a humongous bright green pom-pom yeah and my John Arbin shade cards just arrived today, so now I've got even more <laughs> colour inspiration to come. And but she's yeah. running out of wall space, guys. Yeah, I am. But my calendar's ready almost to come off my, my cupboard, so I might put them up on my cupboard when my calendar comes down. But then where will you put the next calendar? I'll just get one of those ones. Instead of having each month separately yeah. taped to the door of my, cu- of my cupboard, I'll just have, like, a reasonable person's one. This is just so I can okay. come down to my sister's wedding so I can Aww. see there's only six months to go. There's only five months to go. I need to lose weight before this. Oh, <laughs> well, that was good. So, yeah, I'll find somewhere to put the shade yeah. cards. It'll be fine. Also, shade cards are really good if you're deciding you want to paint somewhere. Yeah, I'm noticing that, actually, seeing them stuck on your wall yeah. opposite me. Because we want to paint our lounge with mm-hmm. a feature wall. And I'm Ooh. like, I'm looking at the shade cards and I'm like, that purple there is perfect. And then we can, you know, so you can take them in and get them colour matched and things. Yeah. But that's me rambling on a lot about <laughs> my my off the needle. So Sia, what okay. have you cast off? So I've been really good and I cast off my Everman shawl. Yay! Lately, so that is the pattern by K.M. Bedigan, mm-hmm. and it's sort of like long, narrow, triangular shawl, and it's got short rows, and it's interspersed with little brioche panels, and I'm gesturing at my chest and my shoulder area like you guys can see what I'm doing. I don't know why. Why don't we do a YouTube podcast? Yeah, but like we said last time, we, we can't bother. <laughs> well, we wouldn't have to. It's just... <laughs> I'd have yeah. to clean my room. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so I finished that and I did it in the Queen of Pearls Ballista. So it's a 150 gram. Lovely. Amazing. Four ply merino yarn. Mm-hmm. And it's in the We're All Lucky colourway. So it's a nice sort of like pinky purpley colour. So mm-hmm. very me. And then for my contrast colour, I used the Old Main Nan merino nylon Stellina yarn that I got at Edinburgh Yarn Festival as well. It's and that's so in the pretty. What's Your Damage colourway. Mm-hmm. And. I am really pleased with it. It's such a gorgeous shawl. It's also huge. Yeah, it is huge, and I've not even blocked it. I've been really, really impatient and gone, I need to block this, but I want to wear it. I'll wear it. Yeah. So I've been casually prancing around last few days wearing it, even though I should probably block it. And it's going to grow. It will grow a lot, I think. What you should do is you Mm -hmm. should soak it and pin it out the morning before you go to Canada. Oh, that's a good idea. So by the time you get home, it's dry. That's a good idea, actually. I might do that. Yeah, because then you don't have to look at it being like, hurry up, drive yeah. faster. <laughs> I do that with my blocking. I'm like, drive faster, yeah. drive faster. Do you ever do the thing where you toss a towel on top of it and then you like jump up and down on it? No, but that's a thing I might start doing. But you see, I don't live <laughs> in a flat that has damp anymore, so things dry a lot quicker well, than they used Well, that's better then. Because one of my old flats had a mm. lot of damp in it, and oh, it used yeah. to take like two weeks for anything to dry. Mm, that's so bad. now it does take maybe about overnight or maybe 36 hours or something. That's not so bad. it's not too bad. Yeah. It's like it's like when you're used to dial up, and then you get. Oh, you get like. Broad and then you get broadband, and you're like, whoa don't have to wait three hours for it to load but then you get used to wi-fi and then when your wi-fi is being slow you're like just load already see i'm at that stage i hate visiting home when i need to use the internet purely because my mother is pretty much the only remaining customer aol has in the uk (laughs) 
And despite somehow being the only remaining customer, it takes them about half an hour before you even get online. Oh no. At which point you might as well have the stupid flipping AOL like three, four or five even where it's like you have the long crackly message then it's like squealing like as it connects the phone line then it's like, welcome to AOL, you have email. And then it promptly crashes. And then you have to like spend another half an hour logging in. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we have Wi-Fi, except it only covers, like, the living room and the dining room. (laughs) Raging. So it's not even like when my brother was home from uni or whenever I went home from uni that we could actually do any work because, yeah. Oh, goodness. Only covers, like, one section of the house if you're lucky. Oh, Oh, It's one of those, like, you consider whether or not you have to sort of um, do a rain dance or something before you get online. Yeah. Um, But hey-ho. What do I need to do to appease the gods of (laughs) Wi-Fi? But yeah, that I think is most of our nitty adventures. So, yeah. Sia, you want to talk about one of your Edinburgh Yarn Festival purchases. Yes. So, when I was at Edinburgh Yarn Festival, as I mentioned last episode, I got to pick up my copy of Coming Home, which is the 10-year anniversary Old Main Nan book. Mm-hmm. And it features patterns from Isolde, Rachel Coopy, Anna Maltz, the lovely Knit Sonic, mm-hmm. to name but a few. And I've already decided that I'm going to knit the Inch Garvey shawl, which mm-hmm. is a shawl by Isolde, and it's knit in this beautiful pinky brown Shetland two-ply lace from Old Main Nan. Mm-hmm. I can't pronounce the colourway, so I'm not going to bother. <laughs> <laughs> but I have that already wound in Kate, so I'm going to cast that on at some point, and it's nice. just a really nice big garter triangle, because mm-hmm. I don't knit enough of those. Nope. However, one thing I have knit... Oh, not have knit, what am I talking about? One thing that I have use the book for a lot lately is the rhubarb cake recipe by the lovely Clara Parks. Yum. And I've made it three times now. The first time, everything was going great. And I got the texture and everything and I was stirring it and then I looked at the recipe and it said, pinch of salt, as most cake recipes do. Oh no. I reached up into my cupboard, got the salt down, went to like tip a little bit into my hand, the lid fell off and salt arced all the way around my kitchen cabinet around the bowl. <laughs> an entire tub of salt guys and we're not talking like a little one that you like you know shake yeah. just over your like you know your pots and pans or like your dinner we're talking a massive like proper cooking salt thing oh no lid just went so that so, was the end of the rhubarb well, cake I then put a teaspoon into the mixture to try it and it didn't taste of salt so I was like okay miracle fine baked it gave a slice to my boyfriend at which point he went this tastes of salt. <laughs> Turns out a lot of the salt had actually got in the mixture, so that was heartbreaking. Oh. And then he actually he actually ate the entire piece, though. He's like, but it tastes of rhubarb, though, and the texture's great, and there's not a soggy bottom. Oh, <laughs> what a sweetie. I know, but yeah, there's nothing more heartbreaking than that. Well, actually, there are plenty more things that are heartbreaking than that. I'm exaggerating. So I can just imagine him just being like, oh, this is really nice. I need a drink of water <laughs> right now. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't actually say that though. He was like, it's really moist though. (laughs) So he didn't need the water. So I made it again for some of our friends and it went really well. It's an an absolutely amazing foolproof recipe. And it includes buttermilk and I'd never made it before. And Mm -hmm. I couldn't find any in the supermarket. So I made my own. Which was an experience. 
So cool. I can tick that off the baking list. Yes. Ready for a bake-off, you are. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then my parents were up this weekend, so because my brother is an avid baker, I made another ru- another version of the rhubarb cake and sent the bulk of it home with them. Lovely. So he's now begging me for the recipe, and I'm like, no, you have to buy the book. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys do anything from the Coming Home book, I very much recommend you try out the cake recipe as well. Mm-hmm. I think I might make another one. Maybe after I'm back from Canada and when I settle down to knit the Inch Garvey shawl. Yeah. But yeah, it's a fantastic book. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a long time reader of Pom Pom, I very much appreciate having recipes in with my knitting patterns and things anyway. Yeah. So I've kind of become accustomed to it, if nothing else. <laughs> Give me something sweet to eat while I knit. Yeah. Well, that and also, when it's in the oven or whatever else, you can sit down and knit a couple of rows. Yeah. It's, it's great. So you can kind yeah. of watch it and be like, I'm yeah. keeping an eye on you, but I'm also doing mm-hmm. some knitting. And then when it cools... You can resume knitting. Yeah. So yeah. And everyone knows that knitting's like super calorie intense burning. So like you need a slice of cake just to make up for all of that like you know energy that you're burning. Oh yeah, absolutely. By, like, moving <laughs> two sticks around. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Right. That's mm-hmm. why it works. Right. <laughs> but yeah, um, on a general level, the book is absolutely fantastic. The layouts of the patterns are super simple, and there are charts and written instructions for most of the patterns. The photographs featuring the lovely jewels of wool and flower. Yeah. They're beautiful as well. Mm-hmm. Everything's just this amazing, nice, like bright pops of colour, and you can tell it's very much. It's very Scottish feel to it. Yeah. That's like the landscapes good. and things. So, no, it's fantastic. That's nice. So, if you haven't already ordered it, guys, get on the Old Main website now. Yes. Tweet, tweet. <laughs> Do it now! Apparently I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger today. Apparently the twenty percent on Pip's ports kicking in. <laughs> I've only had like a mouthful. Because I, I actually had a couple of swigs of this beer, but it's not even going down. It's magic beer. <laughs> Maybe it's like you know, you know how like Thor drinks from the mm. magic drinking horn, mm. but actually he's drinking the sea, so it never goes down. Yeah. Maybe that's what it's like. Magic never-ending beer. Well, it doesn't taste like it's seawater. I'll give it that. <laughs> that's good. Look. To reiterate, it's actually rather nice and it's got a nice tangy taste to it, mm. I think. I'm glad we've discovered a beer that you like. Yes. Thank you, Jenny. I think we were starting to get a little bit like Well it was that and I was kind of like, I can't just like Nuki Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. But hey, there'll be beer in Canada. Yeah. So <laughs> the other part thing we were gonna talk about today is if any of you listen to Shiny Bee, she's been talking about active stash exploration mm-hmm. and both C and I have actually been taking that to heart. I've knit a lot from Stash. I know I did buy a lot at Edinburgh Yarn Festival, but I have actually used all my project bags to bag up everything. It's all sitting mm. in my queue, and mm. I am finding myself less wanting to buy yarn yeah. now. I've been going, oh, this is in my queue, I'll knit yeah. that. And I've not found myself going, oh, I really want to buy some yarn for yeah. that. You know, so I've, I've discovered that knitting from Stash is then encouraging mm-hmm. me to knit from Stash more and making it seem more doable. Yeah. Um... So we wanted to just chat about some of the stuff over the next few episodes about things that we found mm-hmm. in our stash or things that have memories. So the one that I'm going to talk about is my very first yarn that I ever stashed on Ravelry. Stark moment. Yeah, it was bought for me by Sam's parents Aww. on my twenty first for my twenty first birthday, and we went down to a local yarn shop here in Glasgow, and they saw this yarn and they were like, "That's really pretty." Sam's mum was like, it's really pretty, you should have this. And I was like, oh, but it's a bit 
thin and I don't really know what I'm doing and all I've ever done is knit with super bulky and I knit a scarf and I don't know about that. And she's like, no, no, let's get you this. And it was a skein of Abstract Cat sock yarn. It's BFL, 100% BFL and it's in the bright maple colourway. And for ages I kind of held on to it. I was like, this is too pretty to use. And it's gorgeous. And I did use it eventually in a Martin Mish shawl Mm -hmm. with some more of the BFL sock yarn from Abstract Cat that I got a couple of years later for Christmas from my dad in the uh, mulled elderberry colourway. But it's like this kind of really bright reds and oranges and it looks almost like fire. Like really bright fire. Like to me it would be something that someone from like the Fire Nation would wear from Avatar, The Last Airbender. Uh, It's just like really beautiful Mm. colours but they just play with each other so lovely. And the yarn's got a really nice high twist to it. As I said, it's 100% BFL, so there's no nylon or anything in it, but it is good Mm. for socks. I still have 58 grams of it left, which is over half a skein. I don't really know what I'm going to do with it. But to me, when I look at it, it just brings me right back to the memories of learning to knit and being a brand new baby knitter and being like, oh, there's Mm. so many exciting things. And, you know, at the time when it it was bought for me, I was really like, oh my goodness, I don't know. I've I've only ever used really thick yarn and I don't know what I would even do with this. But it just it just makes me smile every single time I look yeah. at it. And Abstract Cat still remains probably one of my favourite indie dyers. Oh, she's brilliant. I love her mm. stuff. So yeah, yeah, I mean hearing you talk about it, it was a skein of the Abstract Cat BFL sock that was my first sort of nice air quote scheme. So you know yeah. like an indie dyed skein. And it was sort of like a nice pinky red with a bit of orange to it as well. Mm-hmm. And I made a boneyard shawl with it. Oh, lovely. And yeah, like you, I've actually got a skein in my stash as well, and I just don't know what to do with it. Um, mm-hmm. It's even, it's still actually in the skein, it's not even wound, and it's called Spyro. Oh, cool. I bought it mostly because of the name, which I re- I should probably stop doing, actually. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bought a skein also for the name at Edinburgh Yarn Fest last year called Oracle. Because mm-hmm. it reminded me of Oracle, the ca- the comic book character, so Bart yeah. the Gordon, who I'm writing my PhD on. Lol. <laughs> so, yeah, I need to stop doing that, but... Yeah. yeah good memories to those abstract cat yeah like um, i think part of the reason why stashing is such a thing yeah is that yarn does hold memories yeah really strongly it's the same way that you might smell something and be like oh that takes me right back yeah there are certain yarns where i look at them mm. in my stash and i'm like oh that takes me right back mm. you know so it was kind of fun to dig through my stash yeah. and have a look and be like oh i remember this oh i remember yeah. that but that's my one is my, yeah. my first ever skein of luxury yarn yeah which yeah it was bought bought for me for my 21st birthday so Aww. about six weeks after i started knitting so i love Aww, it nice what's your one see that you were going to talk about okay so when i was looking for yarn to knit the drakenfels with for phil's mum one of the things that i came across when i was actually reorganizing my stash in the new flat was a skein of yarn yard moon dance mm-hmm. so rather vintage yarn actually because I remember it was one of the first few like skeins that I bought and then caked Mm -hmm. when I started knitting and I got at the time I bought a pink skein and a sort of like oatmeal biscuity coloured one Mm -hmm. and I used that one quite quickly I made a daybreak shawl Mm -hmm. um, which then went to my then boyfriend's grandmother Mm -hmm. apparently she still wears it so that's cool cool. Um, but I didn't know what to do with this pink skein because obviously pink is my favourite colour ever love it and I couldn't think of anything. So it just languished in my stash for ages. And then I came across it and I was like, this is one of the most girly things I've got. 
on this yoke for Phil's mum. And it's really nice to work with. It's got lovely stitch definition. It's not splitty in the slightest. The sparkle it is the least subtle sparkle yarn I've ever come across, if that yeah. makes sense. I mean, that is um, that is sparkly. Yeah, like, you can see it from a mile off. Yeah. But it's not in a gaudy way. No. And it's, like, nice silver sparkles. It kind of makes me think... It kind of... When you move the yarn around, which I'm doing now... It almost looks like the shawl's been, like, the yarn's been sprinkled with glitter. Yeah. Rather than having it sort of, like, woven through it. Mm-hmm. So it catches the light quite nicely, and, yeah, it's nice to knit with. Yeah. On a sort of, like, slight tangent, but related, inf- like, topic, Natalie, who dyed the yarn yard, yarn, she's had a book released recently? Yes. The sewing machine. Yeah, so I think we'll have to pick that up at some point. Yes, definitely. I've been seeing a lot of it on social media, and I'm definitely very interested. Yes. So yeah. so yeah, congratulations, Natalie. Congratulations, that's so cool. Yeah, I couldn't even um, imagine writing a whole novel, let alone getting it published. That's an achievement and a half. Yeah. I think it so. just goes to show what a talented community the knitting community is, because there are so many people who kind of they dye yarn, they dye fabric, they write patterns, they write books, they create yeah. magazines. Definitely, yeah, it's amazing. We're all full of talent and creativity. Oh yeah. <laughs> But I think that's kind of everything we have planned for for today. Yep. Um, we're not going to be back now until you've, you're back from Canada. Yep, so that'll be the end of May. Exciting. Um, I have three days in Toronto, and then I have about ten days or so in Montreal. Lovely. So if anyone has any yarn shops in either city that they think I should hit up, mm-hmm. please let me know. We'll also be in Ottawa, I want to say. I think we're going to Ottawa. We're going, we're going to another city. Anyway, <laughs> you can tell that I've been paying attention when Phil's been planning things with me and he's been kind of like, do you want to go to this place? And I've just gone, yeah, sure. Thinking, is there yarn there? <laughs> so yeah, if you guys have any recommendations for where I should go, if there's any yarn that I should pick up or that I should at least look at longingly, mm-hmm. please do let me know. I'm more than happy to oblige and I'll probably take lots and lots of ridiculous selfies yes. with and without knitwear whilst I'm away. Um, (laughs) has Canada got warm yet they had snow last time we skyped his parents okay but hopefully not okay I'll take knitwear just in case just in case definitely good plans so yeah then once we're back are you going on holiday this summer yeah I'm going back to Northern Ireland but not till June or July I'm going to Budapest in June but I don't know if I'm going to have time to hit up the yarn shops because I'm going to a hen party so Okay, guys, if any of you have been to Budapest on a hem party, have you ever had time to pick up yarn? (laughs) If so, let us know. We would love to know. Yes. And I'm going to see if I can find anywhere in Belfast that does yarn. Oh, good plan. Not sure. I don't don't know anywhere off the top of my head because I haven't really been home for any length of time since I started knitting. So I'll have to to ask about and see. See if, well, my dad isn't actually going to be there when I'm there. Otherwise, I'd have asked him to tell me if there's anywhere. He has, like, a place down in Donegal. Oh, okay. Otherwise, I'd have been like, take me to Donegal and we'll find yarn. Yeah. But he's going to be in New Zealand. Ooh. Well, he, can, he should get you some New Zealand yarn. Yeah. I'll text him and be like, Dad, while you're on tour with the rugby team, please pick me up yarn. I'm sure he'll totally appreciate that. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> well, you need to, like, restock, restock all your stash. Yeah. Oh, God, actually, do you know what? I don't even need more yarn. I don't even need more yarn. It's recorded, guys. You heard it here first. Yeah. I'm going to try and be less impulse buying about yarn until at least Perth Yarn Festival. Yes. Or Perth Festival of Yarn, rather, that I'm mm-hmm. hoping to be at on the 10th of September. 
So uh, that's on a Sunday, so I'm not working, thank goodness. Also, I'm hoping Mothy and the Squid's going to be there, and I'd love oh, to actually exciting. meet them in real life because I've got some of their yarn. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. But thanks for listening, guys. I thank hope you, you enjoyed listening. us ramble. Yeah, and huge thank you to Jenny for the beer donation. Yes, and I would Big also. Fan. I would also just like to say hi to Sam's godmum Sue, who I know no does listen to the podcast. I have hello Sue. I think I've referred to her before, but I call her my fairy knit mother. Aww. She taught me how to cable, and she taught me how to like do ribbing without doing yarn overs by accident. Because the first time I tried to make a hat, I didn't know that I had to like bring the yarn forward and sit and put it back. Yeah. So I ended up I was ending up with this weird ribbing with yarn overs and stuff in it, and she taught me how to fix it. And she is a wizard knitting i mean she knit sam and i a blanket for our wedding yeah and it's huge and she knit it in like three months it's crazy mm. um skills so. didn't you get cushion covers as well yes we got cushions as well and mad skills guys mad skills so hello sue and thank you for listening yes and um, while we're at it i believe pip's mum is also a listener yes so mum i'm gonna tell your story my mum was <laughs> out my mum was out with one of her friends uh, a few weeks ago and they got blutered I think is an appropriate word tipsy and uh, apparently they came home laid down on the floor of her little cottage listened to the podcast and just giggled the whole way through so I'm glad to know that some people are are happy when yeah. they listen to us <laughs> I'm thrilled that we were there for you guys in your time of need yes <laughs> and I just think it's the most hilarious mental image because I think you've met my mum, so you can imagine what she just looked like lying on the floor laughing. Your mum is amazing. <laughs> yes, my mum is amazing. She she did actually pick up knitting again for a while, but unfortunately oh. her hands aren't good. Her, her hands are too sore oh. to do it. But um, I'm knitting. Swear it's out of what I've been told. <laughs> but yeah, hello everyone yeah. of our listeners, and it's lovely to have you all tuning back in. And we shall yeah. see you once Sia is back from her lovely adventure. Yeah. In the meantime, hope you all have a lovely spring. Yes. Happy knitting, happy drinking, whether it is alcoholic or otherwise. And see you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye.